What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In today's Business Breakthrough, I sit down with Russell Peach. He is wanting to make the transition from commercial to residential, not out of necessity, but wanting to just grow his business in that direction. So uh, really great talking to somebody that has achieved success and wanting to really just transition that success into a residential space. Uh, Great business breakthrough here, and it starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. Thank you. So what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Contractor Secrets podcast. I'm here with Russell Peach. And uh, today we are discussing his transition from what I believe to be commercial to residential. Is that true? Yep, that's correct. Awesome, man. So tell me how that commercial business is running for you. Um, you pretty much, I think you mentioned you guys are doing a ton of apartments. And my first question on top of that, after my, my last question, how many employees do you have? Uh, well, right now I have uh, only one employee. I have uh, eight subs. That's going to be, that was going to be something I wanted to, wanted to dive in a little bit with you a little bit later. Uh, I have eight subs right now, one employee. And um, yeah, right now we're doing uh, eight apartment complexes, turning about 30, sometimes 50 apartments every week. So business has been great, you know, on the commercial side, but we just want to get more into residential side get more full-time actual employees paying them by the, by the hour and all not by the job. So. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So what's the, um, so, so you, you have these eight subs now, are these eight individuals or are these eight actual sub crews? Like what does that dynamic look like for you? Uh, these are, these are eight individual subs. Uh, the apartments that they're usually best painted one person crews for the, for the price that we're painting them for. Um, they best, it works best with, uh, with individual. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's more of blow and goes They're They're not, we're not getting paid as much, but you know, they do a lot of work. They can make some good money. So, um, yeah, it's eight individual crews right yeah. now. They work okay. solely for me. They're full-time just for me. So nice. Okay, good. So, um, all right. So looking at that, so the, the idea to get into residential is more money, uh, probably nicer work sites, little, you know, little slower pace, focus on the craft. Is that kind of th- some things that interest, interest you to make that, make that switch? Yeah. Between that, between, um, picking up some, you know, I, I do real good quality work myself. Um, I've always been, you know, doing everything to the T's and, and, you know, with apartments, it doesn't really work the best to, you know, making sure everything's perfect, but the kind of customer that we yeah, have, it's just like, they're shoot not the paint on. <laughs> Yeah. So, so um, what's the revenue look like? So the, re- the revenue is good right now. I mean, um, on a slow month, uh, we're doing like 25 in sales on a bi- bi- uh, busier month, I'd say 45, sometimes 50 in sales. Um, and oh, and okay. to go Not back bad. to your last question, the, one of the main things um, is the, the fast, faster pay. You know, right now I've been doing a customer for six years now. And we're real comfortable with them, but sometimes they pay 45, 60, yeah. 90 days. Oh. 
kills the cash flow. Yeah. All right. So all that. Yeah. So first, dude, I'm, I hate commercial work, dude. I don't even touch it. You know, me personally, some people like it. Some people don't, I don't like the chaos, the blow and go, the, a lot of chaos. It's just chaos, bro. And I know that probably stresses you out. Hey, I need this done tomorrow all the time. Last minute. Oh, the apartment, they, they're moving in in three hours. Can you paint it? Yep. You know, so it's like, for me, uh, I knew that early on. I actually came from a college town with this idea of starting a painting business. And I did think, man, you know what? Great place to get started would be apartments. Um, thank God it didn't work out that way. So um, one thing that I am a little concerned about is, and I always do this just because like your foundation is so important in business. I like that you want to get guys on hourly. You want them to be loyal to your brand. The guys that you're subbing, we could argue to say that they are employees and there's always this back and forth thing. But I will say that what would stop you from actually just cherry picking maybe three or four of those guys and putting them in an, in an hourly position to paint residential instead of having to find a whole new batch of people? Because that's that's a lot of work. No, that's exactly the idea. I already have a good three guys, maybe four guys that I'm going to start my main crew with. And oh. um, my rest of my guys can take care of the apartment still while we're building the residential side. And that's definitely going to be the idea that, that I have. So there. do you have any reservations or questions on how to get legitimate when it comes to employees? Like, do you have a strategy to, uh, to get payroll taken care of, to get taxes taken care of? Is that no, something that kind of... Would yeah, you like I don't me to elaborate have, on that. Yeah, I don't have much of a strategy for it. That was going to be one thing that I I, I, yeah. I could see if you could help. Yeah, help so let's talk about it. You got it. We got to get that out of the way. So, um, you need what's called a payroll provider. All right, and I I'm a big fan of Gusto. Um, and I'll send you a, I'll send you a link. And those listening, it's in the description of the podcast. Um, Gusto will make it so easy, bro. And all you got to do is sign up and what they'll do is ask you how many employees you have. You put in the employee's email address. The employee fills out all the paperwork they need. Once they fill that out, you go in on your end, you approve it, put in how much you're paying them per hour. Okay. Pretty simple. This is just initial setup here. And then once the first week happens, all you do is put in how many hours they worked. Gusto goes into your bank account calculates how much that you need to pay them net pay what they get after taxes, how much you need to pay the local agencies, how much you need to pay all the other things. Okay. They rip that out of your bank account. And then this is the kicker, man. They facilitate your workers comp. You need workers comp. So that's that's something that that's a big thing. That's something you don't want to play around with without having anymore. Now, realistically, every one of those eight people that you have, bro, should have a workers comp exemption. Yep. Okay. They need to have that. Okay. Yeah. They, they all have their own business, their um, workers comp exemption. And so most of them have their own. Beautiful. Insurance. Love it. So just make sure you're at least staying up to date on that. Cause it expires every year. Yeah. Okay. So you got to make sure you're staying up to date, but you want to facilitate that workers comp through whoever you run the payroll through. But again, Gusto makes it easy. So at, at the end of each week, I just go in, hey, he worked 40 hours, 40 hours, 40 hours, 40 hours, 42 hours, add two hours of overtime. Dude, it just calculates. It's the easiest thing in the world. So um, what's great about it is, is that your your team members will get direct deposit. So, I mean, you're not writing checks anymore. I mean, boom, direct deposit. It's great. Easy. Bro. Very 
What do you pay? What do you pay in these guys? Like, what do they make? I don't want to know the per job. Like on a on a daily basis, eight hours of work. What do you? What are they averaging per hour? On a normal daily basis, um, I mean, they're they're making anywhere from you know 180 bucks to 250 a day. So sometimes so that's a little worrisome, and I'll tell you why it's worrisome. Okay, because when you transition somebody from being paid that way to an employee, okay, now they got to pay taxes. They got to pay all this stuff. So that 250 they're making is going to turn into 200. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you make that transition, are you prepared to pitch it in a way that says to them, Hey, but this is a better opportunity. You're just going to bring home less money. How, how are you, how are you planning on navigating that? And the easy way is to just overpay, (laughs) you know, that's the easy way, but you might have to get to $30 an hour just to get them to where they are now. So why don't you elaborate on that? Yeah, so my so my plan is, um, you know, right now they have to drive their own car. They have to, you know, um, have their own equipment. They have to have their own LLC, their workers' comp. They have all the responsibility per job. <clears throat> so, you know, they have touch-ups or anything. Um, they, they messed up an apartment for, you know, the carpet or whatever the case may be. Now they have to stop the next day, you know, make no money, go back to fix up their old job that they already got paid for. So, the, so the next day they're they're messing up the the next day's pay because they're not able to finish two apartments the next day. They're only able to finish one apartment, so they're making a hundred bucks the next day, you know. Um, so, you know, the the responsibility factor they're 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 going to be losing all the responsibility factor. You know, they're just going day by day. They're they're getting paid their their rate with no responsibility. They don't have to bring their own equipment. They don't have to have their own LLC. <clears throat> and uh, also, I know a few of my main guys, they're tired of these apartments anyways, too. So um, they, they kind of want to get out of the apartments anyways, even if it means making a little bit less money. I definitely think that they're going to be happier working with the crew, um, you know, us buying lunch every day, us, you know, the, the incentives and everything. I, I, I definitely think that a handful of them, they're going to be OK with it. And a few of them aren't going to be okay with it, and that that's fine. They they can stay doing the apartments for as long as we're keeping the apartments going for. But you know, someday that that road's going to end too. The apartment road's going to end, and that's what I tell them. Also, you know, we could lose our customer any day, and you know, we're we're out of a we're we're out of an apartment complex basically. If you don't right. have there, then you know, you want to keep a consistent job, then we'll keep. You know, you can jump on the residential cruise residential. and keep 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 a consistent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. No. That's good. That's good. That's good. So are you the only upper management in your company? No, I'm well, I'm the owner. Um, I don't I don't really necessarily do too much painting anymore. I mostly do we, we also do bathtub refinishing and countertop refinishing. I'm doing a lot of that, but um I have what my right hand right my right hand man, he's the foreman, he's uh checking all the jobs, he's keeping all the guys going. Um uh, who's doing, doing the estimates? um we don't do a lot of estimates because uh, a lot of them well, are, are gonna have to do them i'm well i'm talking residential you're gonna have to oh, do estimates residential i'm gonna be doing all i'm gonna be doing all the estimates to start Got it. so in the residential world like let me tell you the the roadblocks that you might hit because okay. i can already tell bro from like from our initial conversation you're used to chaos bro yep just let's put it that way Mm-hmm. realistically realistically Six years in are you yep. are you enjoying this or do you feel stressed out every day honestly because I've, I've been stressed out for six years since i've been doing a part six years <laughs> all right bro 
listen here. Honestly, dude, because my, my like, form takes off a lot of the weight, but but definitely I am stressed still out you're on. you're the guy at the top. You you gotta tell your foreman what to do every day. And you gotta yep. tell these guys you're you're probably dude, I can't I can't really imagine because it's like I don't even know how you do it. But don't bring that chaos in the residential, bro. Please, because I can already tell you're heading to chaos. And you know, you probably what do you mean? We hardly talk. We messaged me and you. And I, I read what you said, and I'll actually read it because I want you to see it. You're going to bring chaos there, bro. And, and my my goal for you would be for you to, to get on top of the business and, like, take a breath and be like, okay, this thing's running smooth, you know? Kind of like how I run it in my business. I know, hey, man, the, this crew's got this job for this week. This crew's got this job for this week. This, crew, this crew's got just uh, this job for this week. I can chill, man. And I could sit here and coach people for free, you know, and it's nice. But let me tell yeah. you what I read that, that that worries me. That worries me a little bit. OK, let me let me go here. So one thing that you said to me. OK, um, let me see. Actually, I think it was in the comments. I don't have a verbatim. This is what you said to me right here. I got it said we offer five different painting services that I'd like to include. That to me, chaos, bro. Let me tell you why. Okay. You can do interior, you can do exterior, you can do cabinet refinishing, right? You could do, I think you said bathtub refinishing. What else? Tell me the other services that you offer. And countertop resurfacing. And counter. So that's the five, right? Yep. Each one of these could be five different million dollar businesses easily in this industry. Easily. If yep. that's all you did. If that's all you did. That's five, five million dollar businesses. You could be the number one countertop refinishing company in your area, which has hardly any competition and narrow that down to niche it down, to get the system down, to have trucks, three crews running it, doing two to three a day, million dollar business exterior. You that's easy million dollar business. If you get enough production and you get enough marketing million dollar business within a year interior, you get enough production, you get enough marketing million dollar business within a year cabinet refinishing that won't take long hardly any competition and then bathtub refinishing i don't know how much demands there for it probably could get there to a million in, in in less than two years maybe if you niche down on them so my thing is i see somebody that not only has the the idea that they want to do five you still are running apartments on the side you're not getting rid of that that's your that's your that's your thing right now bro you're gonna drive yourself nuts dude my suggestion and this is why I came here just for an opinion, totally yep. up to you to take it or not, bro. Yep. But I want you to succeed. And this is an issue that a lot of people deal with, including myself. So I can come to you as somebody, I experienced it. I tried a bunch of different stuff. I just kept, kept hitting roadblocks till I scaled back and only did one thing, bro. Kept the system simple, kept the pricing simple, kept the process simple. And dude, I got to the goal so fast and it was simple. My thing is, bro, just pick one, two at the most, two at the most, interior and exterior painting. That's it. Say no to cabinets. I know it's going to be hard. Say no to countertop refinishing. Say no to all these things, because if you're actually doing work on the side, you're not able to run your business because you're going to have to be doing estimates every day. This is different. You can't just swing off on the side because, you know, you got apartments being taken care of and start hitting refinishing jobs. It's taking up your whole day. Yeah. You know, so tell me your thoughts on that. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can see that definitely. I kind of, um, I mean, you know, if I was looking at just doing exterior, just interior, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like the idea, but I just feel like I am running into a lot of competition. I'm always, you know, I got these guys that are underbidding me left and right I, on the jobs that I am bidding. Now, mind you, I'm not, you know, advertising myself like crazy, so I'm not doing a lot of bids, but on the ones Can that I do. Through, would you mind, would you mind walking me through your sales process and how many estimates have you done so far? Um, residential, I mean, probably in the last six months, I mean, I've probably only done like five to seven okay. residential bids. Um, so, I mean, so when it comes, so when it comes to residential, like, let me, let me just break this down. I'm going to just treat it like you've never done it. Okay. And I, maybe you have, I don't know. I just want to treat it like you've never done it. Okay. First of all, apartments, what do they care most about speed and price? Uh-huh. Okay. Don't think that residential cares about that same thing. I know you don't. I know you don't. But I'm just saying when it comes to sales, they really do care about quality and efficiency. Okay. That requires you to explain during that sales process why you don't offer speed and price, why you do offer quality and efficiency. You've got to sit there and explain and go into detail. I know that you want to do a bid packet. I know that you want to create because you understand this concept can you walk me through what that sales process looks like for you when you go to bid like an exterior yeah so um i mean first i i walk the exterior um i take measurements but i don't really don't really use the measurements per se because i i mostly already have the pricing basically in my head a lot of times based off square foot based off you know i know how how much production my guys can bang out you know how many days it's gonna take so um i you know, walk around, get a get a quick um, measurement, talk with the customer, see exactly what they're looking for, how many colors they're going with, what kind of finish they're looking to go with. If they're looking for, you know, top of the line emerald or if they're looking for, you know, something lesser, like a super paint um, and basically, you know, ask them what what exactly they, their expectations are, what what do they what they want painted, you know, tell them a little bit about our company, all that we do, all that we can offer. Um, try to sell on other stuff too. If they got, if they have cabinets that they want painted too, you know, um, interior painted and then basically, you know, work up a price. And I, uh, well, I, I don't, I don't work up a price on the spot right there. I'm, you know, either taking notes or, um, however the case is go back home, write up an estimate, shoot it over to them, follow up with them the next day, give them a call. Um, and I feel like that's kind of something that's been, been pushing me away. I kind of think that I need to close the deal while I'm there that that's kind of what I've been trying to trying to get to now. Hundred percent. Everything you just told me is normal. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's not going to get you to get people to pay more, and it's not going to get you to pe- get people to uh, to want to side with you. Um, first of all, no one likes getting a bunch of estimates. The majority of our um, industry is loaded with people who do not have the best interests of the customer in mind. But what you're doing when I, when I hear your processes, you're focused so heavily on the house. Like you're so, you're, you know, and, and I use that analogy lightly, but everything you said, you're as you're, you're thinking, well, what paint do you want to use? Do you know 90% of the customers you run into have absolutely zero clue what the lines of paint for Sherwin Williams are? That's zero true. Clue. They, they do not know and they do not care. It's just up. They trust you to pick a good product. So by you asking that, deviating away from the goal right when it comes to 
the house, asking them what they want done. Obviously, you know what they want done. Don't waste your time on that conversation. What you should be focusing on the entire time is the specific needs and wants and desires of the individual. And really what that comes down to is not so much the project. You know what you're there to do. Okay, so let me give you an example. And I'm just going to give a light example here. I don't want to go into too much detail because a couple other things I want to talk about. Let's say you get somebody that wants, let's say you, you niche down on cabinet refinishing, right? You know you're there to paint the cabinets. You know you're there to uh, create a good experience, use a good product. But what you want to do is ask why you're there, you know, ask why. So pretty much my question when I go into any residential paint job is what's the story? It's a very general question, but you wouldn't believe how many different answers you're going to get. What is the story? What, you know, what, what brought this about? Why do you want to get your cabinets painted? You know, they're going to give you some story that inspired them. They're going to say, oh, well, I was watching HGTV and I just... You know, I really wanted to see what it would look like uh, with white cabinets. And you say, oh, okay, great. Do you know all that's involved in a cabinet process? And then from there, you would start explaining why you are the right choice rather than anyone else they got an estimate from. And it is your responsibility to create a superior service. And, by su and I know you do. I could just tell you really care about that. But you know, when you paint cabinets, You've got, to, you've got to prepare them mentally for what's to come. And by doing that, not by bashing the competition, just by setting such a high expectation, anyone else that came before you or could potentially come after you is going to be held to your standards. So let me just give you a, a little example. So I'd say, well, hey, I just want you to know that first, you and I both know refinishing is going to be way more cost efficient than replacing. Do you agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We did the numbers. Yeah, perfect. But let me explain to you what refinishing really entails, because it is pretty labor intensive. You know, typically my customers think we could just come in with some brushes and rollers and paint them. But what we're really going to do is we're really going to dive into the entire process. And we want that thing to be sprayed and we want a factory finish on these cabinets as if you did replace them. That's the goal. We want it to be as close as possible with you saving a bunch of money. How's that sound? Oh, great. OK, well, can I explain my process to you? And then from there, you'd say, okay, first thing we're going to do is we're going to mask off this whole area here for three days, okay? So, you know, what we do as a company is we actually will give you a gift card just to go out to eat one day as a gift to you because I know it's going to be uncomfortable on that first day, okay? Again, I just came up with that off the top of my head. I don't even sell cabinets, but I'm just saying like, boom, oh, that's so nice of you guys. Yeah, because we know you're not going to be able to cook that day. So here, we're going to give you a little gift card. You go out to your favorite restaurant so we can focus and, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about it. So that first day, we're going to get everything sanded, clean, prime, and we're going to get the first coat of primer sprayed. And what you're doing is you're just going into your process. As, and the goal is to pretty much, and I, and I use this because I sold cars. So when I used to take someone into the car, they would drive the car and they'd experience the emotions of driving that nice car. So the sale was a lot easier. So you got to remember, they're not going to experience this brand new cabinet job until you actually finish it, which you can't bank on that because you got to sell the job first. Does that make sense? Yep. Makes perfect sense. So when it comes, yeah. So when it comes down to it, bro, like the goal for you is to really create a huge separation. And, and the way you can do that is essentially by creating the best experience. 
So you say, my name, you know, you introduce yourself. I'm the owner. I'm going to be popping in on the job on day two to make sure everything is clean. We actually have ventilation systems that'll push out the, the, the fumes um, that get sprayed in the kitchen. We're going to send it out through the garage. So we're going to create a system and we're going to put paper down all the way through the house. So no one tracks in dust on your beautiful wood floors. This is different than what you're used to. Because before it's like, hey, how cheap can you do these apartments? And you'd say, yeah, I'll do it for $100 an apartment, you know, just buy my guy's lunch. Now it's like, hey, I'm creating and investing in a superior experience that is only going to benefit you as the customer. This is what you should expect to pay. You are operating on two totally different planes. So I just want you to understand what helped me. And I had the same frustration. Man, these people aren't hiring me. I don't understand why. You know, and it was just because I was focused on, hey, so what do you want done? Oh, you want your cabinets refinished? Cool. Okay. Did you pick a color yet? Okay. Um, do you know if you want like a lacquer finish? Okay, cool. Do you, uh, okay, great. So um, I'm just going to count the doors and drawers real quick and uh, I'll get you a quote. Can I email it later? Yeah, that's fine. There was no emotional connection. They didn't get to test drive the car, right? So like, obviously if someone else comes in behind me, and does the same thing that I did, which 99% of contractors will, why wouldn't they go at the lower price? Yep. Doesn't make sense. So I'm just helping you understand that even if you do interior, even if you do exterior, and then with cabinets, you can bring in a cabinet door, one that's halfway painted, tell them to scratch it, really create that, that, that test drive as best you can, then close it on the spot because you earned it. So yes, in the beginning, the first year of your business, bro, you should never go home and ask and send an email unless they're not home. Get in on the spot. Get comfortable negotiating. People are going to look at a price and be like, whoa, you've got to know what to say to close that deal. Do you know how many times I've done that? And I was only like $250 or $300 away from closing a deal. And because I hung in there and I said, well, listen, I don't, I don't normally do this, but I want you to feel like you're getting great value and a great deal. I know that everyone's got a budget. If I did it for 9,700 instead of 10,000, would you allow me to earn your business today? They look at each other. All right. Yeah, we'll do it, dude. It's insane. I can't even tell you how many times that's happened. So it starts off with your, with your opening strategy of building value, your sales strategy of pricing and selling on the spot, and then your closing strategy. There's three phases to the sales process that will get people to pay more. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I know some... Some people I, I, I was doing similar to what you were doing, explaining the full process and all. But, you know, sometimes I'm, you know, going and, and I, I don't explain the full process. So, yeah, I definitely I, I can I can definitely agree. I just like to remember this. They don't do this every day. And it's yeah. it's you know, and, and you also have to realize is that not everyone cares as much as you to give them that a plus experience. Right. If yep. they don't know about what they're getting with you, they can't justify paying more. Like I wouldn't, if, if you came in and explained to me that my kitchen's going to be out off limits for three days, and you're going to explain to me all the prep work that's going to be done. You're going to explain to me how the cabinets should feel when they're done by bringing me over a sample. And you give me a gift card to take my family out to eat on the, on the first day, just cause it's going to be a headache trying to navigate in this kitchen. I got young children, man. So we can't even, act, we can't even enter the kitchen. Bro, you you win. I will justify you paying more. Okay. Versus the other guy says, Oh, I think it'll be about a week. Uh, you know, um, yeah, we'll just sand them down and uh 
And I say, Hey, what about the, what about the fumes that are going to go out of the, you know, don't we have to get, I didn't even know that until you came. Right. What, what about the fumes? Oh, don't worry about it. They shouldn't be, be a bother because the other guy doesn't want to put a ventilation system in the kitchen. You see? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I guess the difference. Right. And you could do that with interior and exterior. You got to look at the different things and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, the ventilation. That's that. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I'm no yeah. huge about that because I, I do bathtub refinishing. So I don't know if you know the process, but it's, it's similar. Like it's like painting a car, basically. But um, yeah, the, it's a two part urethane, and the smell is really strong. So I know all about the ventilation. Love that, bro. But you already have that 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 care. Um, yeah, and it's just it's important, bro. I'm telling you, people in that in that market that will value that some people don't they just want you to brush and roll the cabinets they're not your customer so the yeah. second thing is it's a law of averages you've got to do as many estimates as possible and you also have to know where these leads are coming from so where what is your marketing strategy for the, for this residential um business so for marketing i mean I, I was just planning on making a website i was planning on um getting on my google reviews and stuff and i already know i i have a lot of reviews that from, you know, I've been doing apartments for six years now, eight, eight different apartment complexes. I know I can get a lot of reviews started, um, plan on getting the website. And then I, I, I don't really know exactly, but I've, okay, I've just so been- just, I want you to understand the concept of passive and aggressive marketing. Okay. Everything you just mentioned to me is passive. That means somebody has to actually search for you yep. in order to, in order to have you come and give them an estimate. Right now, at this very moment, what state are you in, bro? Florida. Oh, nice. Me too. What part of Florida? Oh, nice. I'm in Tampa. What about you? Uh, two hours up north, Ocala. Awesome. Yeah. So, so, but, but check it out. Okay. Reality of the situation is in Tampa, how many exterior residential estimates are happening today? How many do you think? Too many. <laughs> how many? Just give me a number. I just want to know a fun number, bro. Honestly, I, I wouldn't even know. I mean, would you couple say hundred- maybe? Would you say, ah, come on, man. I think maybe like, let's say in Tampa, probably 2,500 people right now are getting a painting estimate. Yeah. Today. They have one on the schedule today, 2,500. Wow. Okay. I would say that's fair. Tampa's huge, bro. I'm talking across the board, cabinets, interior, exterior, people move in. Estimates are happening right now. Okay. Is there 2,500 painting businesses? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. You know, I don't think so. I think there's painting companies out there with multiple. I think that there's just not enough like you. Here's where I'm getting with this. Okay. It's not that there's not enough work. It's just that the work that's available can't find you when they're looking. Okay. If you're, if, if, if your company was everywhere, bro, I'm talking Google ads, Facebook ads, home advisor, thumbtack, you know, yard signs everywhere. You had 10 trucks running around. You would get a lion's share of that 2,500. A lion's share. Okay. Because, oh, they must be good painting comp. I can see them everywhere. Okay. They must be good. They must be good. They must be good. Right now, no one knows who you are because you're not on the path that they're traveling in an aggressive way. You've got to get comfortable with paying money for leads like that's the key to, to spark up okay that's the key like in order to, to like you've got to i would say to keep a crew of four busy you should generate maybe between 
three hundred and four hundred thousand if you maximize for an entire year. Okay. In order to do that, you need probably two jobs a week for for that crew. Okay. So that's a total of eight to nine jobs in a month. If your closing ratio is 50%, which is pretty high, that means you're not pricing the jobs high enough. You know, you would have to get 18 to 20 leads, right? So if you had 20 opportunities and you close half of them, that would give you eight to nine jobs, maybe 10, and you would be able to generate, the goal would be average job size being, you know, 3,500, you get it. We're going to get to 350 to 400,000, okay? Reality is you're not going to hit a 50% closing rate at your, at your um, price range. There's just no way knowing what you want to pay your guys, your standard, you really want to capitalize here. So you're going to need more. So let's say it's a 25% closing rate. So you need nine jobs, multiply that four. Okay. Multiply by four. Okay. And then that brings us to 36 opportunities. So if you have a 25% closing ratio, Okay. And you have to, you have to close eight to nine jobs. You need 36 opportunities. That means, and when you break down the numbers, it's like, damn, that means you need to do nine estimates a week, about 36 opportunities to maximize your company for the month. Right. So like, there's no way, like the, when I break it down, like that's pretty crazy, right? A little bit, but I think it's, think that's doable though. Yeah, it's doable, but it's not doable with a passive strategy. So, you know, my, my thing is you need to get comfortable with a paid strategy. So are you are you interested in Facebook ads? Are you interested in Home Advisor? Because right now I think those two and Google ads, of course, like those three are where you would want to spend your money, you know, and it's really about coming up with a marketing budget. So do you have an idea of how much you'd be willing to spend per month? Honestly, I don't, I don't have much of an idea of the exact budget, but I don't mind, you know, investing what I have to do. If, if, if yeah. a guy telling me you think it's, it works, I know that you, you're doing a, a lot of stuff like this, coaching a lot of people in my position. So if you're leaning me towards home advisor, you know, Facebook ads, Google I would ads. Say, I would say it's like, right. I would say this, this is my, this is my thing. I would say you should diversify just like you would if somebody told you to invest in stocks, bro. You know, I would, I would definitely tell you need to diversify it because you never know where that traffic's going to come from. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like you never know. I would say that you also have to understand the, uh, the intention of the, the lead. Like if somebody goes on home advisor, do yourself a favor, bro, go to home advisor. It's now Angie, fill it out as if you're a, a homeowner. Okay. And you'll get all sorts of weird responses about contractors that did not use home advisor. I mean, the hate home advisor, bro. Don't listen to them. I've used it. I spent over a hundred grand with them at this point. And, uh, they're just a lead generator. That's your job's to close it. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it's, they, they just give you leads, but you got to realize, I would say, go through the process of a homeowner, see how stringent it is. And then think, man, if somebody goes through this entire process, they're probably pretty highly motivated to get an estimate. So when you use home advisor leads are going to be more expensive, but the motivation is the highest in my personal opinion. Okay. Then the next level of motivation is Google ads. People are obviously searching for a painter. Boom. Your Google ad pops up, puts you to the top of the list. Okay. So their motivation falls slightly below the home advisor motivation. Facebook, different ball game, 
a little more exclusive, a little cheaper. Why? You're scrolling on Facebook and then boom, your painting company pops up in their feed. Maybe there's a really attractive ad of a brand new cabinet being refinished. And they're like, man, I didn't know you can paint cabinets. I want to get a quote for that, right? Yep. Different motivation than somebody actively seeking. Because if somebody was actively seeking, they already assigned a budget to it. People on Facebook, hey, they're just curious. A lot more work to convert them. They're exclusive to you, though, because you're the one who attracted them. 100%. You see? So that's yep. why it's important to diversify because home advisor leads are not exclusive to you. They're going to get sent to your competition. Yeah. Google ads could be looking for three or four painters on their own. Facebook, a little bit different. Yes, there are people you'll do a cabinet refinishing. You'll attract them into wanting cabinet refinishing. You will do the estimate and guess what they'll do? They will go and find someone else to give them an estimate for that as well. So you did the hard work by creating the interest. Somebody else could get the benefit. That does happen. Not as often, but yeah. you know yeah. that's why Facebook's important. So you should be thinking, okay, I want a website. I want to build my Facebook presence. You should be filming your guys on the job. You should be creating that. Um, I want to have a good Google presence, which you do. So it's, it's again, being multifaceted to just be where customers are when they're looking, which with being online, you're in no better time to be in business. So, of course, you know, so is there anything else we didn't address that's outstanding that you'd like to hit on today? Um, no, just mostly, um, I'm no, you, you hit it earlier with the gusto payroll services. I'm definitely going to, that was one of the, one of the big things that I wanted to, wanted to ask about, but that was mostly it. I mean, definitely. I, cool. I, I agree with all the sales and everything you, you told me. I mean, the aggressive, the aggressive, that's, that's what I was looking to get towards. Cause I know that, um, you know, I, I give somebody a bid, they look my company up. I don't have a website. I don't have none of this stuff that I can show them what, you know, uh, tell you know tell 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 stories and you know why would they sign right. up with me if I don't have anything proving myself you know other than my mouth absolutely absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely I man I definitely, I'm definitely gonna gonna start taking some of this stuff in into Heck, yeah dude. I'd love to hear from you in a couple of weeks man so if you want to jump back on and 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 you know bring me back some test data that would be that would be cool man definitely will do awesome all right thanks Danner. Awesome, bro. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So, Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals that's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.